And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is the Out of Health Podcast. So, topic that I got, question I got, how do you warm up? Meaning me, the person I was referring to myself. How do I warm up? I'll preface this by saying what I do in my training is not relevant to any of you, unless you are similar in body type, level, experience, and you know perhaps we can draw some parallels between us. But there's a reason I don't use my training as an example to anybody, because it is relative only to myself. And for anyone that has been following along with my training philosophy, you know I am all about customization and self-discovery and creating and finding the approach that works for yourself through your own application, not what works for me in saying you should do what I do. That said, warming up is often a confusing topic for people, and I may have covered this in the past, but why not retread it again? So warming up, how she'd warm up. First of all, the thing to understand, more than anything else, there is no right or wrong way to warm up. There are just more effective or less effective ways, depending on what you're doing. Warming up for a wonder at max squat is going to be different than warming up to do some higher up shoulder presses. Warming up to deadlift is going to be different than warming up to sprint. Warming up to go for a run is going to be different than warming up to lift. So a warm-up is relative to the activity that you are doing it for. Henceforth, the question of how do I warm up, I have no idea what the person is truly asking since I don't know what they're really referring to. you got to be specific with the questions. Context. You always need context for questions. That said, let's just keep this to lifting. How do you warm up to lift? So warming up, like I said, it's going to be relative to yourself. But when you are warming up to go lift weights, generally speaking, typically speaking, you want to have the target muscle or muscles warmed up with blood flow, with neurological activation, with you know your muscles firing before you go to lift the weights. So you don't want to walk into the gym immediately you know, put the weight on the bar, pick up the heavy dumbbells, and then go right into the movement. Um, your odds of injury are high. The point of a warm-up is, a, you know, it's a few-fold. It's the point of it is to, one, mentally prime yourself to lift, to get yourself into the appropriate mental state to exercise. The point of the warm-up is to, physically speaking, literally warm the joints up, so increase the blood flow, increase the, increase the neurological drive to the target joints and muscles. The point of the warm-up is to address any asymmetries, uh, movement slash postural you know, in, uh, problems, impediments to your lifting. It's to you know, perhaps address some nagging aches and pains, perhaps to get the body mobilized where you know, maybe if you have a slouched upper back, you want to get your shoulder blades retracting and work on your posture before you go to lift. So the warm-up is to the warm-up is a few things. It's to, like I said, mentally, mentally prepare yourself, prepare the joints, and then also to address any possible movement issues that might arise when you are training. Your warm-up is your preparation. Yeah, and it's in the simplest form, warming up is simply preparing to do something. So you have options with this. In some cases, warm-ups can be very simple. Let's say for today, I'm gonna go train shoulders right after I record and post this podcast on Twitter. What's my warm-up for shoulders? I do some sets of face pulls with the rope. I do you know, maybe two, three sets of high reps, maybe four sets. And I'll go do some high rep shoulder presses, one or two sets, 20 reps or so. And then I'll go right into my sets. My warm-up takes five minutes. I might walk for five minutes before I start lifting just to get a sweat going and increase my core body temperature. Um, and that's about it. You know, in other cases, let's say if I'm going to 
you know, deadlift, uh, my warm-up could be a little bit longer. I might walk for maybe 10 minutes just to get my nervous system primed and do a lot of visualization movements. Then I'll go and I'll, do, I'll take 10 single, 10 single rep warm-ups and I'll work on my technique and self-correct. And my, you know, that's the warm-up for deadlifting. If I'm training chest, I might not do anything but literally take one or two warm-up sets and then go right into the heavy weights. Um, you know, or I might, you know, start with a pre-exhaustion exercise and then go, you know, do the heavy dumbbell presses. So it, it changes, guys. It changes in, like I just said, there's no one size fits all to any of it. If you were going to go do a sprint workout, it'd be dramatically different from a chest pressing workout. Warming up, the way to think about maybe from an effectivity standpoint is, is, how should I say this, is your warm up time efficient and is your warm up preparing you adequately for the activity that you're doing. So the issues, perhaps, that you could talk about with warming up, let's talk about what can go wrong. What can go wrong with warming up? Well, warming up, you can take simply too long to warm up. Your warm-up should not exhaust your energy for your training. It's a mental, energetic prep. It's not a a workout unto itself. So a half-hour warm-up is probably inappropriate for most people unless you maybe have a lot of injuries and you're an older lifter and you really got to get all of your joints moving before you can do anything uh, with weights. So mistakes with warm-ups. You take too long. You exhaust yourself. You do movements that you don't need to be doing. Um, I see this a lot with uh, with CrossFitters where they'll take this an exorbitant amount of time to, to squat. And they might they might only be squatting a plate, two plates on the bar. You know, they're, like they're physically, they're not that strong. But they'll foam roll, then they'll activate, then they'll want to do with a hip circle, then they'll do a huge variety of stretches, then they'll take... You know, eight, you know, five, six, eight, nine, ten warm-up sets before they ever squat. You know, their working weights, and then after all that, after their 20, 30 minute warm-up, they're squatting two twenty-five for three sets, and they're done. I'm like, that's a, that's a massive waste of time, a massive, massive waste of time. Uh, you know, even if you have bad posture and hip issues, it shouldn't take you more than fifteen minutes maximum to address all those things before you go to lift. Um, you know, tr- truthfully speaking, I really don't think a warm-up should take more than five minutes. Your your workout if it is designed effectively, can be used to address all of your movement issues, postural issues, etc. I think oftentimes people have this misconception that, you know, somehow like, you know, training is not uh, corrective in nature, but the warm-up is corrective. So you do like a, you know, say, you you do like a corrective exercise warm-up, and then you go into your exercises. Your your whole training system can be corrective. You got bad posture, you you have bad hips, you have, you know, shitty, uh, you know, let's say, uh, spinal rotation, you don't, you're not, you don't know how to use your, your, uh, use your lats, your serratus, etc. I can think of a whole bunch of issues. I can address all of a person's movement, mobility, flexibility, muscular issues in their training. I don't need to address those things in the warm-up. You don't need to address those things in the warm-up. You can address all that in your training through effective use of exercise, through smart exercise selection and sequencing. Now, obviously, I can't tell you how to do that for every issue since this podcast would run into the hundreds of hours. There are many, many, many things. So you're going to have to explore and do your Googles. But understand that your warm-up is not separate from your workout and the sensibility that the warm-up is for this and the workout's for that, or I can only address my issues in my warm-up. No, your whole training experience can be used to improve yourself. So your warm-up then, it should be short. Your warm-up, like I said, it mentally prepares you. It gets the joints and the muscles firing and blood flowing, and it primes your body for whatever movement you're going to do. So you just have to pick and choose based on whatever you're training that day. Oftentimes, with newbie clients, I'll keep the warm-up short, and I'll use the exercise that we're doing as warm-up for the exercise. 
simply meaning if we're going to squat that day with a barbell, I'll have them do bodyweight squats. If we're going to deadlift, I'll have you do some kettlebell swings. If we're going to press, you might do some push-ups. If we're going to train our back, we'll do a bunch of band pull-aparts. And I've made that suggestion before in the past, I think, with if, like, if you want to improve posture, pull-aparts. Many, 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 many pull-aparts every day, 100 a day. You can do that before any workout. You can do upper or lower body. For those of you that were uh, using the built program workouts, that was part of the standard warm-up protocol. You do a whole bunch of pull-aparts, you do some bodyweight squats, and that would prepare you almost for any workout. You, know, you do you know, 50 pull-aparts, 100 pull-aparts, and 50 bodyweight squats. You're ready to go for anything, pretty much. And obviously, you might want to do some stretches if you're tight. You know, questions arise, well, should you stretch in your warm-up? I don't know. Should you? It comes down to what you need. If you have extremely tight hips or an extremely stiff upper back, it might be entirely conducive to your training to stretch and do static stretching in your warm-up. Or it might not. There's often the argument against stretching the warm-up as, oh, it makes you weaker. It's not about whether it makes you weaker. It's about whether it makes you better able to move. You know, this, this is where these issues become, they're not binary. Yeah, I, I often have these arguments with other fitness professionals, or I have, have had them in the past. Stretching makes you weak. St- stretching is not about improving your maximal strength. Stretching is not about you know, how much you're going to lift for one rep. Stretching is about improving the length tension relationship between your muscles and your joints. And does that allow you to move better and perform better quality movement with proper kinesthetic, anatomical, biomechanical alignment? That's what stretching is for. It's not about whether it increases your one rep max. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, exactly. So shut up. So yeah, should you stretch in your warm-up? Maybe you should. Maybe you need to stretch. I don't know. I don't stretch in my warm-up because I'm very flexible already. So me stretching, it all it does is it extends my flexibility to a point where it actually can negatively affect my ability to create tension. So I stretch very rarely in my warm-ups. Um, but for other people, if you're like I said, if you're stiff, if you're tight, it might be it might be entirely relevant to do stack stretching for yourself, or maybe you should just do dynamic stretching. Again, I don't know because I don't know you. You're not my client. So this comes down to a series of questions. What am I training today? What do I need to create a an effective training experience? And then how can I do this in a time efficient manner? So ask yourself those questions, and then explore what your options are, and then do that for your warm-up. And if nothing else, if nothing else, guys, if you don't want to do any of that and you don't give a shit about you know taking personal responsibility, which is really what the situation is, and you just want a simple warm-up, pick whatever your first exercise is you're going to do, your main movement, do it for two sets of really high reps, of at least 20 to 30 reps, and then you should be warmed up. If nothing else, just do that and do those reps with good form, and hopefully you'll be fine. So that's warming up for you. Hopefully you found this illuminating, or maybe you just found it confusing. I don't know. More questions than answers, probably. But anyway, it was a good question. So good luck. Train effectively. Make efficient use of your time. Prepare yourselves. And I will talk to you guys again.